SCOTUS. It's the Backroom Talk Show. Okay, so you want to start a podcast. So you want to start a podcast. Oh, wait. I think that's Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Okay, so welcome again to the Backroad Talk Show. Has been a little bit since I put out an episode, but I have been working on a podcast about starting a podcast, and I've been wanting to do this for a while. This is just going to be kind of an introduction to either a video on obscure mics about starting a podcast or a more long-form podcast on this podcast channel. It's it's just something that I'm constantly thinking about because there's so many false narratives out there about starting a podcast. What do you need? What kind of equipment is required? Do you need the best of the best? The answer is no. The meat and potatoes of the subject of a podcast, one, no, no one is going to know whether you're on a $400 mic, a $100 mic, or a $20 mic. Now, granted, I say no one, I mean most people. 98% of the population is not going to have a clue what you're using to record your podcast as long as it sounds good. If it sounds like shit, people are going to be like, okay, this is completely unprofessional. Sounds like dude is just recording with his phone on a picnic table with the wind blowing and kids playing. I can't listen to this. I want to at least listen to something semi-professional. Now, to get semi-professional, you could actually use your phone if you're in a well-treated space, if you're in a car, so to speak. I'm actually in my car right now. So if I were to use my phone microphone, it would probably be okay. Now, granted, it wouldn't give a nice full range of low end to top end. It would just be very thin, but it would also be clear and you could hear it okay, but I don't know that it would sound professional. When I say professional, I mean just better than normal, better than just Joe Schmo recording with his kid's microphone from rock band or garage band, which actually those don't sound too terrible, but just a decent, solid sounding recording. Now, here's the crazy thing. Most podcasts, even the popular ones, let me let me give an example. ESPN, I'm a sports guy. I listen to ESPN podcasts. There's ESPN podcasts and other big name network podcasts where the audio sounds like shit. There's popping, and if you don't know what popping is, it's I probably can't make it happen because I've got a windscreen, but popping, popping, popping. Like you breathe air out of your mouth into the head of the microphone. And when you say P, it gives almost like a shot of air, almost like a, a Nerf gun. And that comes through and it hits the capsule and it makes a little bit of a thud or a boom. So there's professional podcasts, supposedly ESPN, other networks. And this happens. These, these folks that are recording don't know about how to properly record a podcast. So they just think you throw a mic in front of you and you record and that's that. I'm not trying to be snobby, but you can add just a few little things to make your podcast sound professional. Those things, first and foremost, be in a decent room. If you don't have a studio space in your house or any place that is just set up 
specifically for recording, that doesn't mean you don't have a great space to record. I have a small walk-in closet at my house. There is wall-to-wall clothes because me and my wife share it. Those clothes dampen the room echo in that closet. It is almost acoustically dead. So when I talk into a microphone in that walk-in closet, it sounds professional. It sounds really good. There's not a bunch of of, uh, words and my voice bouncing wall to wall and coming in as an echo. It's a nice, clean sound. A car also gives you a surprisingly nice, clean sound because it's filled with objects. There's seats and fabrics and the dash and there's which is kind of weird. You would think that there's enough hard surfaces in a car to where it would sound echoey, but I'm, I'm guessing where it's a small space and there's a lot of different curves and textures, sound just kind of rolls off of places in your car and it doesn't sound echoey or awful. So do you have a living room with lots of furniture, lots of curtains, lots of uh, pictures on the wall, maybe canvases on the wall that, that could help. Do you have a walk-in closet? Do you have a closet period that's big enough to sit in and record? That may sound silly, but it's going to give you good results. As long as you're not sitting in a big room that has a lot of echo anyways, you can get a good sounding podcast put to tape. Tape. Listen to me. I am an 80s kid, so put it to tape. So number two, once you have that recording space set up that doesn't give a ton of echo, The next thing you want to worry about is what kind of microphone should I use? Should I buy just a cheap USB microphone off Amazon? Maybe. That depends. I highly suggest staying away from condenser microphones. Condenser microphones basically are the kind that you talk into the side of the microphone, and a condenser has a capsule that catches the sound from your voice, and it requires power to capture that. So it's called 48 volts phantom power. What happens here is the power and the size of the capsule and the type of microphone that it is, is meant to pick up a lot of detail, a lot of nuances in your voice. What that equates to in a bad recording space is it also picks up echo. It picks up room noise. It picks up the squeak of your chair the tap of a desk. It just picks up everything. And really, condenser microphones, great for recording music, great for recording a lot of things. But for a beginner podcast, I suggest a dynamic microphone. Your standard handheld microphone that you see people use on stage every day on TV, that is the best kind of microphone to start out with because it doesn't pick up every little noise. It'll pick up your voice just fine, but it doesn't pick up as much of the background noise. It won't pick up as much of the echo if your room is not really sound treated or you don't have a room with clothing or couches or furniture. A dynamic microphone can still get it done. Do they make USB dynamic handheld microphones? Yes, they do. A Samson Q2U, a Audio-Technica ATR2100, ATR 2005, I believe, they do make USB handheld microphones. So if you're really wanting to go simple and just get a podcast started, you can grab one of those microphones I named. There's more out there. 
Uh, there is a Audio 2000s USB microphone on Amazon right now. I'll put the link in the description. I better write that down to make sure I remember it. It's $18. For $18, you could get a podcast started. Sorry, writing that down so I can put the link. You can get a podcast started. The drawback to this microphone is you can't put headphones on to hear how you're coming through the mic, but that's okay if you can keep your mouth at a safe distance from the microphone and you don't veer off. You don't fade back or go to the sides. Like just focus on the microphone, speak into it, and you'll be okay. So if you want to get that particular microphone or the Samson Q2U or the other ones I listed in the links below, that will enable you to plug directly into your computer and just start recording. That is a pretty good place to start, but I have a better recommendation that can grow with you as you're growing as a podcaster. Now, when I say that, I mean buying an actual dedicated interface, an audio interface, small box, usually USB, plugs into your computer and has a microphone port on it that you can wire a XLR to XLR cable up to your microphone and it gives you more options. You can upgrade your microphone later. You can plug an instrument in most of these. You can control the gain, the volume of your microphone much better with one of these type of setups over a USB microphone. What I have to suggest on that front to start out with, I have two recommendate, three recommendations. First, if you want to record into your iPad or your phone, an iRig Pre audio interface is a small box that takes a 9-volt battery that plugs directly into the headphone jack of your iPad or iPhone or Android phone, and then you can plug a microphone into this box and record, and you can use headphones on it to listen to what you're saying. I'll get to that in a minute of how important that can be. But you want to get one of these if that's the way you're going to go. You don't want to use a computer. You want to make it as simple as possible. An iRig Pre is the way to go. And you can still upgrade your microphone later because it is set up to use a condenser or a dynamic microphone. And you can switch in and out, no problem. Those run $30 to $40 from most places that I've seen. So there's, there's a good starting point. If you want to use your computer a Behringer UM2 audio interface, $48, or my personal favorite for beginners, a Tascam US32 for $49.99. Also on Amazon, this has three sound pad buttons. You can drag the opening music and outro music of your podcast into the device and press the sound pad to play it before you start your show. That is now on sale for $49.99. It is the best device for the money, bar none, hands down. If you want to take it a little seriously and get a device that can grow with you and you technically never have to change, the Tascam US32 is a great choice. Now, as far as microphones go, a Behringer XM8500, we're talking $23. It's a handheld microphone. It is very respected for a budget microphone amongst all many, many podcasters. And Behringer also makes a BA85A model. It is $25. And personally, I like the sound of it better because it has more of a broadcast radio sound to my ears. And both of those 25 and under, you cannot go wrong. So when we 
couple one of those microphones with any of these interfaces, you're under $100. You're well under $100. You can grab an XLR cord for five or six bucks on Amazon. You can use existing headphones, your earbuds, or if you have a pair of headphones, that truly doesn't matter a lot. When you're a beginning podcaster, you don't need studio-grade headphones. So, under 100 bucks, you can start podcasting. Now, where do you post the podcast? I've got a suggestion. This is where I use this is what I use for both of my podcasts. It is called Red Circle. So, if you look up just Google Red Circle podcasts, you can sign up you can post your podcast for free. They will help you get it launched onto Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. It's it's very easy. They will help you. It's not as cheesy as Anchor. Anchor is a free podcasting site, but you lose a little bit of control with going with Anchor. With Red Circle, it's a very professional podcast host that is 100% free. And if your podcast does really well, they will work on getting you advertiser deals. Can't beat that. Now, where do I suggest you buy this beginner podcast equipment? Sweetwater. Sweetwater is a great website that has excellent customer service. And if you have a decent credit score, you can get a Sweetwater credit card. And all of the stuff I mentioned, except for the Behringer BA85A, I didn't see it on there. Everything else on this list, you can finance at 0% interest. 0%. So basically you're just making payments and every payment is going towards the principal of these items. Can't beat it. All right. So I'm going to do one last suggestion. This is if you already do a podcast and you're just looking to upgrade your equipment, you still don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a mic or hundreds of dollars on an interface. You can literally get a very good sounding setup for under 400 bucks. Granted, you don't have to do that because we just went through how you can produce a quality podcast for less than a hundred bucks. But if you get into audio like I have, you may strive to do a little more. If that's the case, you can buy the Motu M2 audio interface for $169.99. This is a very good device for doing interviews. So you can record audio from your computer and record yourself very good for interviews. It's a very good interface. It has two microphone ports that you can use for instruments or microphones. It's got a digital readout. And then the Electro Voice RE320, my favorite broadcast microphone. It's what we use on the Back Row Fantasy Show. It's what I try to use on just about everything, but I'm on location a lot of times recording with portable equipment. So that you can get for $200 used. And I mean lightly, lightly used. If you buy it new, expect to pay about $275. But those are a step up if you're really wanting to up your audio game a little. But like I said, you don't have to do that. You can literally spend less than $100 and get a really good sounding podcast out there for people to hear that sounds professional and will help you build your following. Now, again, the reason I don't suggest condenser microphones is a lot of beginner podcasts uh, go and buy the newer microphones off Amazon or the Zingyu or the toners. Those things pick up tons of noise. They don't sound that great. Yeah, you get a boom arm. You get accessories for like $30 total. 
Unless you're in a very well-treated space and you know exactly what you're doing with producing a podcast, those are not going to sound professional in most cases. So just do the better thing, grab a handheld dynamic, get a cheap mic stand, a cheap clip. It may come with, well, the Behringer mics do come with a clip, but there is a little more to it. If you have questions, just shoot me an email, bark at backrowfantasyshow.com, and let's start podcasting together. If you get on Red Circle and put your podcast there, there's a cross-promotion feature. I will cross-promote your podcast for you and vice versa. An ad will go on your show, an ad will go on mine. It's free. It's just helping each other out, which is what we're all here to do in the first place. So if you want to start a podcast and you have more questions, hit me up. Again, bark at backrowfantasyshow.com. And remember, it doesn't cost a lot of money to produce a podcast So let's hear what you have to say. Get your voice out there. See you guys next time on the Back Row Talk Show. 